Hey guys, this is Tara Pappas coming at you with podcast number six. And man, my brain has just been going a million miles per hour. I know I'm recording this a little later than I would normally record my podcasts. Um, I normally post them on Mondays, like early afternoon, late morning. Um, But I was actually traveling all day today which gave me plenty of time with my jumbled thoughts and actually led me to the conclusion that I should do my next podcast on my jumbled thoughts. Not necessarily telling you all of my jumbled thoughts in my head, but talking about artists' minds, which can be a scary place. Um, I actually had a conversation, several conversations this past week talking about the thought processes of artists and how a lot of times our brains are, and I'm sure it's not just limited to artists, but our brains are running at 100 miles per hour. It just seems like, and I know for me right now, it's like I have all these different ideas and thoughts always inside my head, and but there's always space for more. So you know, walking, because I was flying today, so walking in the airports, you see a lot of artwork in the airports, and I saw a lot of really cool mosaics, and started thinking about the different sounds that suitcases make when they go over the top of a mosaic, which got me to thinking about art interacting with whatever's around it to create sound. So, I I don't know, I enjoyed thinking about that idea and thinking about the concept of that. So anyway, that is just a very small sample of what I have going on up here in my head. So artists are always thinking about lots of different things, and I always have things kind of on the back burner. And I feel like what happens a lot of times with my thoughts is that... They'll start as just a seed, kind of like what I was just telling you about that encounter in the airport where I started thinking about that. That may or may not turn into eventually a work of art. It may just stay up there. It may contribute towards a piece of artwork. It may just be kind of an interesting thought that I kind of store away. But eventually, I feel like some of those thoughts that are in my head eventually mature to a point where they emerge in one of my pieces of artwork, which is always a really satisfying feeling, knowing that a lot of times what I'm creating had its initial foundation somewhere else. So... Yeah, that got me to thinking about artist minds, and I don't know how many of you are familiar with um, Julia Cameron, who, hopefully I'm getting the name right, um, but she wrote The Artist's Way, and she talks about, in The Artist's Way, the importance of morning pages, and when I was living in Austin, Texas, a while back, 
um, not producing a lot of artwork, but wanting to get back into creativity, into creating things, I became inspired by The Artist's Way. And I decided that I was going to start um, doing morning pages. And since my mornings always felt rushed, at the time I was actually working at an insurance company. And at the time, you know, my mornings felt rushed. And being at the insurance company, I didn't feel like I had much of a creative outlet necessary, necessarily. Uh, so over lunch, I would do my lunch pages. So not quite the same idea as morning pages, but I still felt like it had a lot of benefits to it. So the idea with the morning pages is that you're getting out all of those scrambled thoughts in your head and you're just writing. And I loved the idea of not having those rules and restrictions because I don't know about you, maybe you're not like this, but for me, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. And when it comes to my artwork, I do feel like I tend to take more risks and let things happen, but I'm also very controlled with my edges. I like nice, solid edges, very sharp edges, small details. So I'm a very detail-oriented person. And so a lot of times writing, I, I enjoy writing as well, but a lot of times with writing, I get caught up in the corrections. I'll find myself as I'm typing or as I'm writing, scratching things out and rewriting, correcting spelling errors, correcting grammar errors as I go. And the idea behind morning pages, which I found so freeing, was that I needed to let that go. I needed to just write free form. I didn't even have to include punctuation if I didn't want to. If I spelled something wrong, and this was the hardest part, I couldn't go back. So I had to just keep writing and not breaking. I had to make sure that I didn't break that stream of consciousness writing. And what I noticed that that did is that it freed up my mind to respond to new ideas a little bit easier. So recently, so I hadn't done morning pages for a while, but recently I began for some reason I began thinking about the morning pages again and I found this little notebook that I thought would work perfect for morning pages and so I started again morning just isn't the right time for me I guess but I started over lunch um, just writing and filling three pages with just free form free flow stream of conscious writing and it didn't have to make sense. It wasn't writing to be graded. It wasn't me writing to be read by anyone. In fact, after writing the morning pages, I mean, I've crumpled them up before. I've thrown them away. I've crossed them out. It doesn't really matter what you do with them. And so I started noticing that 
clarity of mind again, which is interesting for someone who has so many things going on in her head. <laughs> um, but but having that moment of clarity, and it, it usually lasts a good 20, 30 minutes before I start filling it up again with some other things. But I think it really helps my creative process and my um, kind of my workflow. So if you haven't tried it before, give it a try. Um, I think I'm going to try to do it this week. I'm going to be traveling most of the week, but I'm going to try to do it this week to kind of keep my focus. I think that'll be good. The interesting thing with morning pages, I don't know if you have experienced this before, but the moment I started thinking about morning pages, I started noticing it around me. I started noticing um, that same day when I did my first morning pages, um, somebody who follows me on Twitter um, tweeted something about morning pages, which was strange. And then I was listening to a friend's podcast and my friend talked about morning pages on his podcast. So I thought that was really interesting as well. And sometimes I notice that if, you know, if you're starting to think about something, it's like it's confirmed for you (laughs) by everything around you. Um, Things happen to kind of confirm what you're already thinking. So yeah, give morning pages a shot. Kind of in line with thoughts. I'll just continue down the line. Um, I don't know if you've read the book before. It's, It's called Thoughts. I think it's called Our Thoughts Determine Our Lives. And it's a great book. Um, but in the book, they talk about how the things that we think have a power, like they affect everything else around us. So if you're having negative feelings towards someone else, even if you never say anything to them, they can feel those negative feelings. And I think that as an artist, that sometimes our thoughts are conveyed through our medium, through our artwork. I think that if we're having negative thoughts about something, it affects the quality of our artwork. And likewise, if we're happy about something, if we are you know, satisfied, whatever feeling we might be having or experiencing, if we're creating artwork in response to those feelings, those thoughts that we're having, I think it makes our artwork more powerful. It makes it speak volumes. And I think that it has a greater impact on those who see it. So... I don't know. I think that we have to be careful as 
general as people living on this planet we have to be really careful about our thoughts and about how our thoughts not only impact us and negative thoughts can really negatively impact our health but they also impact people around us and I think as artists we also have that power to impact people through our artwork and so I think it's important for artists to be really thoughtful about the work that they're creating and putting out there and the audience that they're trying to impact and the message they're trying to send. So I've been reading a lot lately. Um, I And this was a short thing. And it, it's great. If you are thinking about being self-employed or if you are doing art on the side, if you want to be an amazing blank, whatever you want to be, you should read um, Secrets of the Self-Employed or How to Be an Amazing, insert profession here. And it is by Carrie Smith. And it's just a list of 15 secrets to being amazing. (laughs) And so I won't read all of the secrets because those are for you to discover on your own, but one that really spoke to me that I think really goes along with this idea of thoughts is, um, let's see, now I'm going to lose my spot. It is um, where she's talking about competition with other artists so she says this is number 10 on her list it took me a while to find Um, she says worrying about the competition does very little to help your career I know it's hard sometimes to ignore what other people are doing we all think that others are doing better than us but every one of us is on a different life path we are all here to accomplish different things And though it would seem like one person's path is similar to yours, it is not. And I think that's so important, not just for artists to remember, but for everyone to remember. I think no matter what you're doing in your life, it's important to remember that you are on your own life path. Nobody else has the same life path that you have everyone's path is different based on their own experiences everyone has their own path and so I think it's silly when artists and I find myself doing this all the time trying not to but when artists are constantly looking at the work of other artists who they deem as being more successful than them what ends up happening is that these artists spend so much time or I mean I could spend so much time comparing myself to someone else that it ends up taking away from time that I could be spending working on my own artwork and making it better and better and better and I'll say it one more time and better I think that it is so important to acknowledge the work of everyone else around you 
support your friends in their victories and in their own growth as they go along their own path, but realize that it's their path. And if you tried to go down that same exact path, I guarantee you it would not look the same as theirs. You would not experience the same successes as they do. You might experience different successes, but you wouldn't be living the same life that they're living. Your path is different. And I think sometimes we lose sight of that. And so I think it's important every once in a while to just remember that you're on your own special path and that the things that you do are helping you grow and continue to head down your path and discover what's what's waiting for you, what's new. And you don't know what's around the corner. So I encourage you to continue looking forward and celebrate your friends, but don't wish that you were them. Don't wish that you were in their shoes. Enjoy the shoes that you're in and find the beauty in your own path. One final thought um, when comparing yourself to other artists. I think that there is this sharing culture that is beginning to emerge more amongst artists. And I think it's an exciting culture that is different than the way that art has been viewed in the past. I think in the past, artists had secrets that they had their own techniques that they wanted to keep to themselves because they were worried that if they shared their techniques that their style would be copied and that someone would steal their trademark. And so the cool thing about this new culture, and it, it's not like every artist is doing it, but the cool thing is is that artists are learning from each other and they're sharing their wonderful techniques. And by sharing, I think that as a community, artists are growing stronger. So it's been a habit of mine for a while, whenever I do workshops, to share as much of my style as I can. And I'll share whatever anyone wants to know. And I actually had someone at one of my workshops asking me, aren't you nervous? Like showing us exactly what you do, showing us your style that there's going to be people out there copying you. Aren't you nervous about that? And to me, I think like I was saying just recently and just now, um, I think that even if there was someone out there who was creating artwork that they believe to be the same exact as mine, it wouldn't have the same life as my piece. It wouldn't have the same meaning. It wasn't created by their hand. And I think it would be different because I think that the truth of the matter is that you cannot create the same exact work as another artist. I think even if it looks the same, maybe initially, it's going to be different. 
And so I think that creating the sharing culture is bringing more public knowledge to art. And, you know, I love sharing as much as I can about my artwork. I think that by doing some of the things that I do and by taking a dive deeper into my process, that really people understand more the language that I'm speaking. They understand where I'm coming from. And I think sometimes that can give them some greater appreciation to the work that I do too. So just final thought on that. Um, So with that, I wanted to leave you with a couple updates. Um, Next month, I will be at the Sugar Plum Gift Market, I believe it is called, in Colorado Springs. So I hope to see you there if you're trying to get some early Christmas shopping done. That is a great place to do it. And then in November, I will be at Touchstone Laramie, which I talked about in a previous podcast where artists will be taking over hotel rooms and creating mini art galleries. So I will be taking over my own room and I have been hard at work creating new original works of art to display in that room. So I do hope that you will join me for Touchstone Laramie in November if you are local or within a short distance from Laramie. So until next time, have a wonder-filled week and I will talk to you next Monday. Bye.